Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. I don't mean any offense, but you seem a little up in years to be a security guard. True. But I am the wisest of them all. But you're thinking they let anyone be an astronaut these days. Sometimes those who shine the brightest feel the sting of fear and melancholy in ways that others can never understand. You're talking like you know me. You're Rene Picard, astronaut of the Europa mission. You must be capable of such great things to have come this far. You remind me a bit of my mother. She too loved the stars. And she too struggled. Sometimes fear is a friendly reminder you're not ready for something. No. Fear is fear. It doesn't speak in riddles. Fear means you're smart. You understand the risks. So what are you afraid of? I don't know where I would begin. <laughs> and you found a way to live with it? I found that even in the darkest circumstances, there is a light, sometimes only a glimmer. Trust that light. Find a way back, no matter what it takes. Everyone and welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we continue our coverage of the show that wants to show us everything in the past is shit and everything in the future is shiny, starring people who bitch about comp- pollution and drive old Ford Broncos. It's Picard season two, episodes four through six. But first, he's the unsuspecting law enforcement officer who hates the countryside, and for good reason, it's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? I hear you crinkling that. Damn snack cake. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. God, I hate you. So, in honor of Rene Picard going to Europa, I whipped out a moon pie. Uh-huh. Oh, my mm. God. She's not going to Europa. She's on the Europa mission look, to go to the moon. Look, Europa is a moon. Um whether it's going to Europa or the name of the mission is just Europa, there's still a moon involved. Therefore, vis-a-vis, hence, moon pie. You're an idiot. And yet, you got any news for us this you week? keep me on the show. I know. Yeah. I don't know why. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've got some news. Let me eat this thing here. Oh my All god, right. nobody wants to hear you eating their mm-hmm. ear. Yeah, first uh first piece of news. We had um CinemaCon 2022 uh, a little bit a uh, little ways ago, uh after this gets released, uh back in April. Uh it was announced at CinemaCon 2022. Uh director Matt Reeves and Warner Brothers, they announced The Batman 2 is coming out. Yeah. So we will have a sequel to um, the Robert Pattinson Batman. Um, That's it. That's all it is. You know, yay. So, yeah, I'm not just super excited about that. I mean, the Batman was fine. I didn't really like the way that they wrote Bruce Wayne in this Batman. I didn't like the dynamic between Bruce and, and Alfred in this Batman. I'm not super excited about seeing another one. Maybe if they go more with the, I don't know, detective angle. Maybe. Who knows? 
um, you know, he uh, at the end decided he wanted to be a beacon of hope or what have you instead of scaring people or whatever. Who knows? Anyway, instead of the face of yeah, vengeance. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, more CinemaCon uh, uh, news. Uh, this is all the same news art, not the same news article, but it's the same vein. I am taking two news articles, smashing them into one, so I can give you a total of four, but it's really three because I've smashed them into one. All right. Anyway, CinemaCon. Uh, they also announced uh, Paramount Pictures announced the title of the next installment of John Krasinski's. A Quiet Place franchise. It is. What? It is, They're making a third no, one? Hold the horses. They're not making a third one. They're making a third one and a fourth one. Oh, my God. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there is a Quiet Place Part 3 that is set for a 2025 release. Um, and he is supposed, uh, Krasinski is supposed to be taking the reins of that one and directing that one again. Um, however, there is another one that was officially announced, or not officially announced, but a, a, an official title was given. It's called A Quiet Place Day One. So it's going to be a prequel and um, set, kind of uh, show what happens when the aliens first got there. We got a little bit of a taste of that um, in Quiet Place Part Two. Mm-hmm. So that'll be kind of interesting. It'll be the uh, days prior and then, I guess, leading up to day one and then what happened in day one. Now, there is no there is no uh, word yet on whether or not it's going to be with Emily Blunt and all of those kind of characters or if it's going to be a different set of characters. And it is supposed to be directed by a dude by the name of uh, Michael Sarnowski. Uh, he directed Pig, whatever the hell that was. Pig, um, I don't remember Pig. Yeah. So originally, uh, it was supposed to be Jeff Nichols, who was the director, but uh, he stepped down uh, because of scheduling conflicts or something like that. So Michael Sarnowski um, is directing that one. So, hey. Something to look forward to, because uh, it's sci-fi, so we'll probably cover it here. Interesting. Probably. Yeah, I'm not sure where yeah. they're going to go with the third. They figured out how to kill them, so... Mm, well, they figured out how to kill them, but there's still people out there. They're still out there. They haven't killed them all yet. They technically figured out how to kill them in the first one. Well, or but I mean... Def- defeat them or, or defend against them, right? Yeah, but I mean, now the, now they know that they can broadcast that signal out and just control the, the radio waves and then they can disable them and, and start slaughtering them. So I'm not sure where yeah. they're going to go with that, but... I don't know. Something will uh, uh, break. All right, what's your third article from CinemaCon? No, 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 that's that's it. I just had two articles from CinemaCon, and I've got two other articles. Oh, okay. Yeah, so a total of four articles, two of which were CinemaCon-related, so I just kind of threw those together. Gotcha. Um, I yeah, figured this you just read be... one large article and split it up into four. Because <sighs> it took so long to read through the pictures? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, it was two different ones. Uh, all right, so my next one is there is a petition out there on change.org um, to remove Amber Heard from Aquaman 2. So dumb. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, it reached 3 million, over 3 million. It's at 3.5 million signatures right now. So, hey, we'll see what happens. Just thought it was kind of interesting, especially uh, since the whole trial yeah, is yeah, going yeah. on with them. Um, I figured it was uh, appropriate for the times, and it is superhero-related. And, you know, I need to report on superhero stuff. Exactly. On my sci-fi show. Uh, look, it's it works. It works. In other superhero news, uh, there is on Giant Freaking Robot, uh, Giant Freaking Robot has uh, an inside source, a trusted and proven inside source. I don't know what that means. Um, means it's uh, not you. you know, because well, yeah, but it's somebody that apparently is trusted and proven. Um, there is uh, a good chance that Taron Edgerton, mm-hmm. uh, 
he played in uh, the Kingsman. Yep. He played uh, Elton John. Kind of good stuff. Yep. Elton John. Yep. All all that kind of fun stuff. He is in serious talks with Marvel to play Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah, yeah I read yes, that, sir. Or read so, an article uh, like it. Yeah. So that's uh, that's interesting. Um, I don't know in what capacity. Um, I don't know how they're going to bring that in uh, because y- you know. Disney now owns it, so right. how much of the old stuff is crossing over into the new stuff? Are they ignoring it? Are they making a new universe? Well, with the, the um, whole multiverse thing that they've got, they can just right. bring in a version of Wolverine that would be separate from the Fox franchise Wolverine. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, there's, there's talk uh, or there's theories out there that some of the events from say like the eternals uh where where the that one eternal was trying to come out of the out of the ground that might have triggered uh, a mutation in some people and they could explain it that way somehow uh and then of course you've got doctor strange 2 which comes out um tomorrow uh, i'm sorry friday um as of this recording, it was like last week. Uh, actually, as of this recording, we've already uh, reviewed it on the, uh, not as of this recording, but when this recording comes out, we will have already reviewed it on Satic. I'm glad you got that out. I'm glad that you confused yeah, everybody that, with your weird yeah, yeah. fucking timeline hey, bullshit. Hey, time travel is fun. Anyway, so yeah, maybe, maybe that'll go in there because, you know, uh, Professor X is part of uh, the Illuminati, apparently. Yeah, a version of Professor Professor X is. Yeah. Well, hey, look, it's still played by Picard, so man. So there was nothing precluding know. mutants already existing in the current MCU. Yeah. They just haven't shown themselves Didn't. or haven't highlighted them they or whatever. Yeah, because so. they couldn't. Yep, yep. Other than the fact that you know they tried to do it with the uh, uh, what are those guys? Um, the uh not immortals not the eternals the inhumans mm, yeah, yeah 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 and that that was a dumpster fire of a uh of a series yeah so with anson mount which you know but he didn't talk so you know he couldn't <laughs> he save didn't that talk. show well no he was uh black bolt or whatever he was the guy that if he his whisper would shatter things oh yeah i don't know anything about the inhumans so okay yeah so basically if he talked it uh um think black canary on steroids um and if he talked it basically was like a sonic boom type of thing gotcha okay level uh level a city with a whisper gotcha basically Anyway, so that's uh, that's all I've got. Hopefully, uh, we'll see uh, Wolverine here soon. Maybe see some X Men in some form or fashion, with the exception of Deadpool. Um, you know, Deadpool three is happening. We just don't know if it's happening in the MCU because you know you can't trust anything that comes out of Ryan Reynolds' mouth um, <laughs> when, when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. So right. I mean, at least Taron Edgerton has the height. That the actual or yeah. close to it that the actual Wolverine yeah. or, or Logan had the the re, the, the the comic yeah. version of Wolverine uh, yeah. yeah sure Hugh Jackman is a, is a tall dude he's like six yeah. five wasn't well, he or something I don't like think that he's yeah, that ridiculous. tall but yeah he's he's over six foot and yeah yeah Wolverine was a short stubby little motherfucker so mm. he was stocky it'd be interesting to see if how buffed up Edgerton gets for this role too right yeah. All right, well, let's hear from another show on the co-op. Uh, definitely give them a, a, a check out after you hear this commercial. Let's go. Psst, excuse us. We've been trying to reach you about your life's traumatic experiences. No, no, don't hit fast forward. We come in peace. I'm Jamie. And I'm Steph. And we're the hosts of the Stay Wild Trauma Child podcast. We are two best friends who are openly sharing their healing journeys while navigating sudden loss, parenthood, relationships, mental health, and so much more. So grab your favorite drink, get cozy, and join us every other Tuesday night for some hard truths, a whole lot of laughs, and maybe even a little bit of healing. We will shut up now and let you get back to your show. Stay wild, future trauma child. All right, Doug, you can check them out on creativebraincandy.com along with all the other shows on the network. That's creativebraincandy.com. Who's ready for a pod crawl? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Let's do this. 
we can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl! Pod crawl! Pod crawl! Pod crawl! Excellent! Insert it deep! Pod crawl! Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Picard and Agnes have a bond now, both having been at least partially assimilated by the Borg, and Agnes has pulled some info about when the big event is going to happen. She also knows where the event will happen, and Picard decides to teleport there alone. Sure enough, it's 10 forward, and a younger Guinan almost uses Picard's head as a clay pigeon before he convinces her that he's important and knows her and is from the future and how does Guinan not know this because she was around in the 1800s. Anyway, they shoot the shit, Guinan complains about people destroying the Earth, Picard wants to see the Watcher, so Guinan drives him there in a 70s-era Ford Bronco, one of the most fuel-efficient vehicles ever made. The budget for the show must have been cut because they keep recycling actors as the Watcher has a familiar face. Meanwhile, Rios is being processed and deported, and Raffi and Seven decide to steal a cop car and go ripping through downtown Los Angeles to rescue him. They get beamed out of danger thanks to Gerardi lying to the Borg Queen, and that's going to come back to bite her in the ass. They get beamed to an unpopulated part of the highway that Rios' prison bus is taking to the border and they rig up a magical tricorder to emit an EMP to disable the bus, subdue the guards and release all of the bus's occupants. Picard learns from the Watcher that it's his great-great-great-aunt she is watching. Auntie Picard is an astronaut on the Europa mission to go back to the moon to usher in a new era of humanity. That era must be one where humanity almost blows each other up because the planet was a shithole during the events of First Contact, so the moon mission wasn't very inspirational. Back on the ship, Gerardi is exploring Casa de Picard when the Borg Queen calls up 911 to report a kidnapping. Some poor French cop gets dragged into a nightmare when he finds the ship and sees the Queen just as she starts assimilating him. Gerardi, hearing the commotion, pulls an ancient shotgun from the wall of Castle Von Picard and executes the Queen before she can kill the cop. However, she couldn't strand the crew there, so she absorbs the Queen's consciousness so she can get them back to the future, Q. Huey Lewis. Gerardi, Seven and Rios make it back to the ship and see the bloodbath, stabilize the cop and put him in a freezer and start to clean things up. Picard comes back to the ship with Marty McLaris who witnesses the cover-up, and they formulate a plan to keep anti-Picard safe from Q and his new doctor Sung Minion during the astronaut ball that night. Security is tight, and for some reason their super high-tech widgets suddenly can't pull rabbits out of hats anymore, so they hack the planet and put themselves on the guest registry. Gerardi starts talking to herself, well, the part of herself that is Borg Queen, Old Man Xavier gives his great auntie an inspirational speech, and Roll Picard failing his dodge roll while playing in traffic and is now in a coma, credits. Picard, Season 2, Episodes 4 through 6. Um, before we get into the meat and potatoes of these episodes, I wanted to uh, ask, because I asked this on the last episode, and I wanted to okay. kind of gauge, now that we're well over halfway through the season, um, how engaged into the season are you? Oh, um, I am... I'm a little bit more engaged. Um... But again, I'm not really totally engaged. Like, I don't feel like I wasted my time, but I I wouldn't have been sorry that I missed it if I knew what was happening. Right. Right. There's nothing. There's nothing fancy happening. I will say I am a little. In, I not a little. I am intrigued with the whole. Um, you know what is this singular moment that is that caused everything, right? I am a little tr- intrigued by that. How how is one little mission uh, changing that, and how are they going to make sure it happens? Um, but that's that's really about it. Um, I am a little interested in the Girardi thing, but yeah. That's also one of my quabbles for later. <laughs> we can talk about that one later. Um, you know, it's it's not as strong as the first one. Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, not as strong as the first season. And I don't know, and I don't know if that's because the first season was so good, or the fact that how they got to where they're at right now is very. It's it's very disjointed. It didn't make sense. Yeah, it's kind of contrived. 
right because we talked because we talked about that in the last the last uh, um uh show is that you know the whole time travel okay why was it only this group even though they weren't on the same ship right right so so all of that kind of that that all kind of let left a, a sour taste in my mouth a little bit in terms of okay yeah you just brought these guys along because uh, they were main characters in the last season well and not only that and well well so before we get into the into that how about you yeah so how about you i'm i'm still not very engaged into the season it's it was what I was hoping it wasn't going to be, which is a lot of running around in contemporary um, Earth because I think they wanted to cut down on some of the budget costs. Okay, less CGI type stuff. Le- less CGI, uh, more on location shoots. They don't have to build right. elaborate sets. They don't have to do uh, green screen, a bunch of green screen like work, that. things like that, and, yeah. then, and then composite it in the and post I just it, it, the story isn't engaging me either I mean it's it's too convenient mm, yeah there's there's it's, not it's, a whole lot of of struggle in the story I mean there's there's points of struggle but it, there's there's not this continuous struggle to to, to reach the goal. They, they, they reach the goal. Uh, you get some exposition, you learn a little bit more and then suddenly something happens and now they've got to overcome this minor hurdle to get to the next point. It's, it's, it just, it doesn't flow for me. Right. Right. Uh, you know, and one of the things, one of the things that I haven't quite figured out is, is the whole Q thing, right? So Q causes this problem. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, um, is this is this the same cue from before uh, after the world had changed, or are we seeing a cue that is trying to make it happen? So I think we're seeing you know, the I mean, cue that is trying to make it happen. So ha- uh, I mean, obviously, Q knows that Picard is there. Or or does he? He doesn't know. He doesn't know. That- no, he knows because he sent yeah, right. uh, he sent Doctor Soong out to stop Picard mm. from right from uh, oh, wait, did he interfering? St- I I thought yeah yeah okay yeah so yeah and and this so Q supposedly lives outside of time too right. Yeah, but he has no powers at the moment, and that's that's or another thing that's that I'm kind of curious about. Why doesn't he have powers? And if he doesn't have powers, how did he get back to the point where he actually sent Picard, or whenever he talked to Picard and told Picard that there was a that he had changed the past? Yeah, because that happened in the future, but it happened in an alternate future after he had already zapped everybody to the same, I guess, the same point in time yeah. from when the ship blew yeah, up. Yeah, and it was some sort of weird-ass chicken-in-the-egg thing that doesn't make sense. Yeah, so Q had to have gone back in time, set the events in motion, and then come back and f- back forward in time to... I guess. Well, I mean, how how does that work? Let's let's try and work through this time logic. So so let's let's say it's uh, let's say it is uh, Loki, right? So it's Loki logic, and that um, it, it's a it's a what is what do they call that? Not an anachronism. That's uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, what do they call that? Um, when it was uh, when it was a uh, 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 off of the sacred timeline oh 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 um shit i forgot the term that they use for that yeah let's do some research on the fly here <laughs> do, 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 do. Right. anyway so let's let's say that that that's same same sort of thing right we got this sacred timeline we've got this uh divergence uh, star trek conver- oh divergence yeah. yeah so we've got this we've got this I can't even be Kelvin timeline, but we've got this timeline. 
um, Star Trek uh, timeline. Um, he grabs the people from that timeline, teleports them over to this alternate branch. But this alternate branch is one that he created by going back in time. So is it an actual alternate branch or did he go back in time, fuck with the timeline and then zap them back? But then if he did but if that, he, but if he did that, that never happened. Right. The, the event, so I'm thinking the explosion would have, would have never happened. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's, it's a, it's a branch, right? It's a, it's a divergence. I, I, I think, I think it's similar to uh, Spider-Man, right? No way home with the whole uh, the whole three Spider-Man coming in. So it's it's a it's a parallel. Well, then if universe. It, but if it's a parallel timeline, why are they trying to go back and recreate the timeline that they came from? They should be trying right. to get back to the timeline that they came from, because not repairing the timeline they, that they didn't come from. Because they don't. They don't know that it's a parallel timeline, or you know, I'm just. But I mean, if they thought about it for like five minutes, I mean, we're a couple of idiots, and we've we've kind of pieced this together. Yeah, but we're we're idiots that have seen the MCU. (laughs) Obviously, obviously, they haven't seen the MCU because they would have known that Picard is uh, Professor X (laughs) and uh, has like mind powers. Um, You know, so. You know, we've got a little bit of an issue here. Um, and Thor was uh, Captain uh, Kirk's daddy. and <laughs> Well, no, that's a separate timeline. <laughs> no, that's a totally different timeline. So so they do have a multiverse thing going on here. Um, well, and it is... Uh, yeah, so the whole time... Well, see, the whole time thing is weird anyway in Star Trek because you have um, Spock came over into the Kelvin timeline. Right, yeah. And so did uh, so, uh, Shenzhen, or not Shenzhen. Um, Shen, uh, oh, what's his, his fake? name was. Yeah. Hulk. Eric Banner. Yeah, yeah. Ron, uh, Nero. Nero, Nero. There it is. Um, yeah, so I, we've already seen that there's divergent or alternate timelines. Yeah. Uh, and maybe the only way they know how to put it back is to go to where that divergence happened. Well, but again, they would be changing the wrong timeline. Or but the, I mean, that doesn't make version sense. Of trying to get rid of that timeline, that thread. That doesn't make sense either because Q went back to change events to make that timeline happen. So the way Q phrased it, or the way Q framed it, is that it's the same timeline that they were on that the Federation existed on. He just went back at a crucial point, uh, caused caused events to change that timeline so that it was no longer the Conf- uh, the Federation, it was the Confederation. So it's the same time. If, if we take the premise as presented by the show, they're on the same timeline. True, yeah, yeah. What what throws a monkey wrench in their whole time travel shenanigans is the fact that these uh, these plucky six, which are now five, um, know that it happened. Right, but I mean, yeah. it, b- even before that, if he goes back and changes the events, then the events of this the explosion it's a paradox. The events of the mm-hmm. explosion never happen unless he mm-hmm. somehow did both things at once. He's time has no meaning to him. He lives outside of time. And that's, that's a possibility. But if that's the case, then why doesn't his powers work in the past? Maybe because he created this paradox type of thing. Um, his powers are no longer working or. I mean, that seems like a can, plot convenience. Or the continuum ha- is punishing Q for futzing with the timeline because we've seen that happen before True. in uh, what uh, Voyager and and even in TNG. Yeah, TNG. They took uh, his powers. He had to live as a. They human. took his powers. Yeah, right. And and in, in Voyager, they took the powers of of his son. He took the powers away from his son, um, and he had to learn to be human. As a test, 
um, there was a Q that wanted to die. True. Yeah. And Voyager. So, um, you, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe that's why he lost his powers. I mean, maybe, but I, he fucked with the timeline too much. That, Possibly. That's, that, I don't know. That seems arbitrary. I mean, the the Q continuum. I can't remember exactly why they took his powers in TNG as punishment, but it wasn't it wasn't for something as arbitrary yeah, as either. just you know changing a timeline. The Q continuum could give two shits about that. I mean, they they go around doing shit just for the hell of it all the time anyway. So why punish him for that? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make I don't sense. Know. I'm, I mean, I'm curious to see how they're gonna how they're gonna tie if, that thread off. Yeah. So um um yeah, we figured out where Dodge is. But it's not Dodge. It's not Dodge, but it's Dodge. It's the Dodge actors. Yeah, it's um, it's Issa Brion, but it's not Dodge. It's not Dodge. So Dodge um, is still one of the only people to not be brought back in time. And was is that correct. because she wasn't in the vicinity? She wasn't part of the explosion? That's what I'm guessing. That's what I'm guessing. I just, you know, it answers that question as to where was that actress going because True. apparently she was a main character, right? right. So, um, which even, even all of that, even all of that is, I'm not, a, I'm, yeah. And why does, why, why, why does you, Dodge why'd you bring, look like Soong's like first, quote unquote clone. daughter yeah daughter clone lady and why does why do all the soons look like Brett Spiner I, those are some strong genes apparently strong genes the, the genes are strong with this one yes um yeah and that's that's one of my that's one of my issues is i mean i don't get me wrong i like the actor the actor's great um it's been played out the whole the whole soon thing has been played out in terms of using the same actor. It made sense in TNG. Okay, I could even kind of sort of see it in in the first season of Picard in terms of being a a, a twin or something like that, whatever you're going to call them. Um, but this far back, yeah. Get somebody else. I remember, what was the relationship between Doctor Soong and and the old Doctor Soong back in the first season of Picard? I don't know. I don't remember. I, I for some reason I'm thinking twin. No, he he would have been way too young to be a twin. Clone. Maybe let's do some more research on the fly. Oh my <laughs> gosh! All this research hurts my brain. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but that's that's one of my that's one of my quabbles it, with even all and it and it goes back to the even the first three episodes, you know, where I was like, okay, we brought people back just to bring them back, and this is kind of the same thing. We're bringing people back to play other characters. Okay, I understand that this isn't the first time that that's happened in Star Trek, um, but this is a little rough. Uh, oh, that was you know, his, the Watcher. That was his son. Oh, okay. Apparently, uh, Nguyen soon got it on and uh, ha- actually had a son, but made Data instead. Okay. A little retcon there, I guess. Um, anyway, bringing all these actors back, it's kind of, or more importantly, bringing them back to the past is kind of annoying. Yeah, it's, so the, the whole Laris thing. So yeah. the same actress, yeah. and don't get me wrong, I, I, I think the, the actress that plays Laris is, is super hot. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, having her play the Watcher and and look like Laris and this whole confusion with Picard. I mean, why does yeah. she look like Laris? Uh, because we need Picard to fall in love. I guess so, yeah. So that when he goes back to his, his timeline, um, he and Laris hook up and we see some dirty, dirty old man sex. Well, I don't need to see dirty, dirty old man sex, but... Oh, no, we need to see Picard getting it on. You may need to see Picard getting it on. I don't need to see Picard getting it on. The world wants to see Picard getting it on. Yes, I'm eating my moon pie while I think about Picard and time travel. Gross. 
No, um, yeah. So I, I wasn't, I wasn't real fond of that. Um, Guinan, uh, Guinan was hot when she was younger. Oh, I thought yeah. it was really okay. funny that Guinan is bitching about you know how how the world is going to shit and it's being super polluted and they're they're killing yeah. the planet and she's driving an old fucking seventies or eighties era Ford Bronco. One of the least right. fuel efficient fucking cars ever made. Not fuel efficient at all. Probably probably the catalytic converter is missing out of it, so it's just spewing spewing carbon dioxide out there, monoxide. You know, it's just yeah. Yeah. Polluting the planet. You're helping Guinan, thanks. Yeah. Um so you know, when they said the watcher, I I was halfway thinking it might have been Wesley. You think? I was I was I was kind of thinking that because remember he left to be the the traveler, right? True. Yeah. So but then the he traveler came back. When? He came back to go to the academy. Mm-mm. No, at the end of the, the at the end of Star Trek, he left to go he left the academy to go be a traveler. He came back in the movies. He wasn't officially in the movie because he got cut from the movie. Oh my god, he was in the movie. He got cut from the movie. <laughs> so, vis-a-vis, ergo, they could potentially uh, make it to where, you know, he's a traveler. Time has no meaning for a traveler. Kind of like, you know, a Q continuum person. Um, so, he could have been a watcher. Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe. I mean, it doesn't really fit know. the description of a watcher, though. Well, no, but I, you know, I was just trying to come up with a way to. Well, here's the other thing: how the how the hell are they going to get back to twenty four blah blah star date whatever? How are they going to get back to their timeline? Gerardi, did you forget that she's being infected by the Borg Queen? No, yeah, that's one of my problems. No, but. Do you think? Yeah. So my prediction is Gerardi um, will overcome the Borg Queen's influence. Reassert control. Right. Um, in fact, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if it's actually Gerardi that actually came through the dimensional portal or whatever to uh, stun everybody on the bridge and, and for whatever reason. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if Gerardi is the new interdimensional Borg Queen or whatever. Okay. But yeah, it's it's going to be Gerardi somehow. That's that's why she absorbed the Borg Queen uh, before she shot her to save uh, the French yeah. cop's life um, because she didn't want to strand them there in the 24 or 2040, whatever. 2024. 2024. 2024. Yeah. Yeah, next year. Two years. Two years, yeah. 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 She's one of my quabbles. I am not a big fan of this Girardi character. Um, she was fine in the first one because uh, she's supposedly this this brilliant AI person, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of this one. I actually like her a little bit better in this season than I did the other. She was yeah. she was way too. I don't know. She was way too meek. She was way too timid. She's still way too meek no, and timid. No, but she's actually she's actually asserted herself more. Oh, this. because she got the shotgun and no, 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 put no, a hole not, in the lady even, and then said, come board queen, take my body, not I even, am ready. Not even, no, before that, before that she, she had asserted herself. She had, she had grown into her character, I think, eh. into this season. So I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not... I like the actress. I think the actress is doing a great job. I, I just... I'll tell you the two characters I don't like I this season. I didn't like Girardi. The two characters I don't like this season are better not Seven say, I say? and Rafi. You shut your whore mouth. You shut your whore mouth. Seven and Rafi annoy the no, piss out of me this season. Rafi annoys the shit out of me. Um, I'm okay with Seven. Uh, Rafi is way too much of a loose cannon, and it doesn't it doesn't seem right to me 
but I think seven's okay. I think I she's, think I think she's dull. She's boring. She's <sighs> right now. Yet yeah, she is because she right now she's partnered up with Rafi, who is over the top. I think Rafi's way too over the top. They're trying to do this buddy cop, straight man, you know, hothead partnership between Rafi right. and Seven, and it's not working for me. It's, and who the fuck not. knows how to drive just instantly by touching a steering wheel? Look, she's part Borg. And she probably she was she part probably, Borg. She probably assimilated a a a, a human from the twentieth century. No, no, that's not how that works. And so she's got the memories, no. and, and they downloaded it into her brain. This via the isn't Matrix. the fucking Matrix. <laughs> I you know, knew exactly where um, you were going with that. You did, didn't you? <laughs> you saw you saw that writing. Um, I don't know. I, you know, and okay, holodeck, holodeck. Voyager had a lot of throwback. Um, a lot of throwback. Uh, episodes of old timey stuff. So you had uh, the Prohibition era at one point. Uh, World War Two was in there. Um, you know, there was a bunch of different holodeck episodes. So it's it's not inconceivable that um, y- you know she learned how to drive in one of those one of those outings because Paris, Tom Paris and, and Kim. Yeah. Tom Paris and Kim, they used to do that, that old school, uh, Dr. Robotno or whatever it was, um, stuff, right? So the old black and white serial, uh, lost in space type of deal. So, okay. I'll, me, I'll that's, give you that. Yeah. It's, that's, it's, possible. it's not him. Yeah. It's not implausible. I understand. I, I, I that I didn't have an issue with. I didn't have an issue with the whole, um, with the whole being able to drive. Now I did have an issue with her being able, them being able to send out an EMP blast from a tiny little tricorder <laughs> that went like <laughs> miles. It seemed like. Yeah. yeah, that seems a little implausible too. Yeah, I was waiting for him to pull out the phaser and like blow out a tire or something. Right. Not an EMP blast. Um. So that was a little, uh, little, uh, yeah. Now, I did you notice the cameo in these three C episodes? Um, let's see if you yes. can get it. Leah Thompson was on the medical board or the the ethics board uh, with uh, Noonien Sung. Okay, I'll give you that one. That's not the one I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Callback cameo. Call it's a callback cameo. Yes. Oh yes, yes. Uh, the the song on the bus. Whenever they got on the bus, the song on the bus. Yeah. Mo- most important. More importantly, that's the same actor. Is it really? That's the same actor. It is. It's the same actor oh, that's from awesome. Voyage Home. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He he came back to do to do that. They asked him to come back to do it, uh, and uh, he's like, "Heck yeah, I will." Okay, so it's not my um, space whales, but they still brought four into it, so I'm happy. Yeah, heck yeah. I remember yeah. I remember hearing that song. I was like, "Oh, that's familiar." Oh, that's the same song that they played in, in yeah. uh, Voyage Home. Yeah. Yeah, and and you noticed he like grabbed his neck. Yeah. <laughs> when she's like, "Can you turn that off?" He's like, "Oh man." I just really yeah, like the song. I like song. that. I, I just really like the song. <laughs> yeah, that was a that so was liked, a nice cameo. That they did well on. Yeah, that. I'd like that little that little nod. Yep. But that's that's really all I've got. Uh, Quabbles was Girardi and the whole this this whole contrived bullshit, you know, of bringing the actors back just to bring them back. You know, the Watcher being the same, uh, Loris. You know. It, yeah, this one seems weak. And what's what's the, with okay. the, the the watcher? She's obviously not human, um, but she obviously doesn't. Well, is she? Is she might be human? No, uh, the impression that I got was was they were an extraterrestrial species. Maybe she's working for an extraterrestrial species, but she's still human. I yeah, I don't think that's the case. But let's do some more research on the fly. Might as well. I'll eat some more moon pie. But so I think 
I think the reason why we have all these same actors is this was filmed in the middle of the pandemic. So they were probably trying to minimize the number of people that they had to quarantine and hold on to, to, to do this thing. Or they're just trying to bring back the feel of, you know, the TV shows where it was always the same actors, actresses that played different characters for that particular episode because it called for it. Oh, we're going to go back and see our ancestors and, oh, hey, look, the ancestor looks just like my, our present day person. I mean, maybe, but they had plenty of other actors and extras in the show. I know, but uh, lazy, lazy writing. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't buy that as as a valid. I, I was trying to give him. Yeah, I was trying to give him. Trying a to buy. be an apologist. I'm, I'm not apologizing. I think it's shit. But you know, I was trying to give him a reason. Yeah, I don't think they have any. Hmm. I don't see any hard information on that yet. So, and I'm just doing some cursory research on the fly here yeah maybe look that up between now and the next recording session but yeah so i I, my impression was that the watchers were you know uh, another you know species that were basically monitoring key figures throughout history and and the universe history yeah the universe because they they have a fate which doesn't make any sense but i mean because the the whole i i've never i've never seen a lot of fatalism in star trek yeah yeah there's never really been a predetermined destiny right type thing other than some time traveling shenanigans and like you know, Voyager had a little bit of that at the, uh, you know, the, the serious finale. Oh, you guys are destined to die unless we do something about it, you know. All right. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. What other thoughts you got? I'm not looking forward to this. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm looking forward to this whole mind creep. Yeah, traipsing through Picard's memories. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I, if I'm gonna like that because we've already kind of, we've already seen that with the whole first season, um, and the whole you know holodeck slash, uh, data thing. Um, it, it seems like they're just rehashing the same kind of ideas. Well, it seems like his mom has had some. Uh, Mental health. Yeah, what's issues. up with? Yeah, and what's up with this whole mommy issues all of a sudden? Um, you, you know, we've never seen it before. We've never seen him get lost in his his thoughts about his mommy. Um, in all the years that he's like hung out at his chateau. Yeah. Which, by the way, if it went if it went neglected for as long as it did, there's no way in hell it would have still been there. <laughs> I know. Well, they, they did kind of hint that there were some uh, caretakers. caretakers. Yeah. But it looked like a, it looked like a hangout for teenage parties and drifters too. There, so. there was some, there was used needles and broken glass everywhere. Yeah. That was just, he- I mean, and, and then Girardi lays on that couch, man, that was just hep C waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Now she has syphilis. And the whole, oh, let's get you something warm. You got a damn replicator. Make some clothes, guys. Quit trying to, like, start a fire or something. Is the replicator working, though? I thought the ship was kind of fucked up at that point. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's an okay season. I mean, we'll finish it because, or I'll finish it because we're doing it for the show. It's yeah, it's yeah. not something that I would be scrambling to to finish if we weren't doing it for the show. It would be something that I would watch if there weren't any really better options to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Now, are you going to keep your subscription? Um, 
for Strange New Worlds? No. No? No. Hmm. That's too bad. Is it? I'll let you know. I'll let you know how it is. Please do. Oh, I will. Yeah. Now, for a couple reasons, I don't... um, You're not going to be around. Well, yeah, I'm not going to be around um, for, you know, five weeks or more. So, but the other is, it's it's the Enterprise before Kirk, right? But then Mm -hmm. I read an article that had rumors that they were going to bring Kirk in or the Kirk character in for a cameo at some point, which makes absolute no sense because at the point that this show is taking place, Kirk is either in the Academy or on an entirely different ship. Yeah. Why would he go to the Enterprise? I don't know. Well, in the Kelvin universe, he's the first... This isn't the Kelvin well, universe. That's true. In the Kelvin universe, though, he's he's an officer and Pike dies. Yeah, but the... the the Enterprise was his first command, or no? Was it? It wasn't even his first command, was it? I don't know. I never watched the original series. Um, man, you are just—you're just wanting me to put that damn soundbite in this show <laughs> so many times. Um, yeah. So the Enterprise was his first command as captain. Uh, but on before that, he was on the Farragut. Okay. So he was the youngest captain at the time uh, in Starfleet. But before that, he he made all his bones on the Farragut. So when this when this show supposedly takes place, he's either in the Academy or on aboard the the Farragut. So maybe that just means that uh, the Enterprise and the Farragut have some sort of mission together. I don't think so. You don't know. Well, I don't, but I mean, that seems, why bring then, Kirk in? And then he goes, if you don't have confidence, have that show. if you don't have confidence in the fucking show that you're putting forward and you need to bring in a, a fan favorite character to give fan service and, um, you know, bring in viewership, then maybe you shouldn't make that show. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be on pins and needles waiting to hear your opinion on Strange New Worlds. Cool. Now, I will keep my membership until I finish Halo, but once I'm done with uh once I'm done with Picard and Halo, yeah, I'm getting rid of it. At least until next year. Yeah. When we do Picard when they season do 3. Season 3 of Picard, yeah. Cuz, you know, you might as well. Well, no, I'll renew it for uh Evil too. You're invested. Yeah. Got to finish off the season, the series. I don't know that the next season of Evil is going to be the last one, but we'll see. No, I was talking about Picard. Oh, Picard, yeah. Definitely we'll, yeah. we'll do Picard. So, All right. You got a haiku for us this week? I do. Uh, this one is titled, Sharing is Caring. Girardi and Queen, inhibitions are no more. Two girls, one body. Oh, my God. <laughs> that last line. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. My God. Yeah, you know where it's coming. Yeah, you know the reference. Yeah, uh, yeah I know the reference. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You got any awards this Cup, week? Cups are involved. Gross. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. All right, who's got your black lung? Um, I gave it to Rios for uh, finally getting the real thing in terms of a, a cigar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, I never saw him light it, but, man, he was chewing on it and looked like he was trying to. He tried to light it, and it got blow, uh, the match got blown out. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, mine's going to go to Rios as well uh, for getting the actual real cigar and basically fawning over it, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, who's got your head yeah, do you think he'll like grab a whole box of those bad boys and take them back into the? You know he wants to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Headlush is going to go to uh, Renee Picard. 
<laughs> yeah, she was a fucking hard ass drinker, wasn't she? She was hot yeah. too. It's a, it's a good thing she's got uh, a few days of quarantine in front of her. Right. She's gonna need it for that hangover. Uh, yeah, she's gonna be sweating out that alcohol. Um, so. mine is gonna go to Gerardi. Um, she uh she was slamming it down a little bit too. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mine's going to go to Gerardi. Yeah. So Renee Picard is played by (laughs) Penelope Mitchell. I don't think I've heard of her. Has she been anything I would know? Uh, Penelope Mitchell, IMDb, has, uh, nothing on her. All right. Well, who's got your player? Um, I gave it to the queen. The queen, okay. Yeah, because she got herself some uh, Rios action. <laughs> okay. You know. All right. Um. You know. So yeah, yeah. I gave it. I gave it to. Uh, I gave it to Pen, uh, to the queen. Okay, so it helps if you uh, pull it up properly. Um, Penelope Mitchell, she's an Australian actress. Um, she did Vampire Diaries. Never saw it. Yeah, me neither. Um, she was, uh, she's a, she's an Australian actress. Uh, she's kind of known in Australia. Uh, apparently, oh no, she did Hellboy. The original or the new one? Because I haven't Uh, seen the new one. The original. No, no, I take that back. This is 2019. So. Oh yeah, that's the new one. I haven't seen that. Yeah, one. yeah. She she played uh, some chick by the name of um, uh, Ganita. Again, haven't seen it. I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so my player is going to go to uh, Rios for putting the charms on the doctor again. Okay. I think yeah, they. He's uh, trying. Yeah. I think if they had uh, not had that fence between them, they might have uh, might have gotten it on a little bit. Hmm. Potentially. Yeah. All right. Who's got your purple hippo? Uh, I'm giving it to Girardi. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, Girardi's getting mine too. Queen in her head. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, hallucinating the queen in her head. Yeah, talking to yeah. herself. Definitely a purple hippo moment. Yeah. Yeah, she's probably going to get it for the rest of the season. Unless something really weird happens inside Picard's head. Right. So. All right. Any final thoughts? Uh, Three more episodes? Four more episodes. So are we doing four on this last one? Yep. Yeah. Four more episodes. So on the, on the next episode of Sadus. We will be covering the last four episodes of season two of Picard. Uh, this will be episodes seven through ten and that will wrap up season two of Picard. So definitely join us for the next episode. Alright, but that's all we've got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at status underscore podcast, or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. Also, make sure to visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com. For this week, I'm Jason. You know, I will admit, Girardi did look pretty hot in that red dress. Yeah, yeah, she cleans up pretty nice. She does. And we'll talk to you next week. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week, we continue our coverage of the show that wants to show every... And this week we continue our coverage of the show that wants to show us that everything in the past is shit and everything in the future is shiny, starring people who bitch about complete... Uh, fuck. This week... Uh,
Who's ready for a pod crawl? What? What? No, no commercial. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, cut that fucking part out then. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm keeping it in. Ah, uh, but that's all we've got for this week. If you, uh, la- uh, God damn it, I fucked that up. Intro and outro. Yeah, music. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah.